Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Movie news. Movie news. Ba ba ba. Ba 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 ba. Thank you, Donna. Uh, Barbie is now the biggest success that Warner Brothers has ever had. This is not adjusted for inflation, but that's okay. This is still. Remarkable. Barbie has made $537 million here in the United States, making it Warner Brothers' biggest hit in the USA, uh, topping The Dark Knight, which came out in 2008. That's crazy. That had made $536 million. So, you know, 15 years have passed. There's an inflation situation that isn't being taken into account here. But still... It's crazy. Barbie made another $6.1 million on Tuesday, which is a pretty strong Tuesday in August at that. It's $1.2 billion worldwide, Barbie has made. But it's actually only Warner Brothers' second biggest global hit. But, I mean, this is remarkable. The only movie worldwide that Warner Brothers is behind, and I believe it will pass, is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two? It's still ahead of that with one point three four billion dollars, but it's probably going to pass Harry Potter. That is insane. It is really. I wonder insane. what it is about this movie. You know, like I saw it, I liked it. It was it was fine. It had good positive messaging for lady people. Um, uh, aside from that, I mean, it's a movie. You know what, though, Donna? You can kind of argue that about a lot of movies. For instance, Avatar. Sure. Not a groundbreaking story. You don't walk away and say, boy, that writing was compelling. Sure. But it's a, it, it's an event. You hear enough people talking about it. There's a sea of blue yeah, everywhere. It's yeah. different. And this one is similar to that. I, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know if the writing's great or, or whatever. And it's a, yeah, the sea of pink, is. not the sea of blue. It's very imaginative. But And it's an event, right? You hear so many people going to see it. And that's like what Harry happened Potter. with Avatar. That's what happened with Harry Potter. Yeah. It's this incredible word of mouth, which when you... Then look at your options, new in theaters. You're like, you know what? Yeah, I guess let's see. Yeah, let's go see Barbie. You should it's take your daughter incredible and her how many friends. people are seeing it. We just took them to an Ed Sheeran concert, Donna. 
Okay, but that would be fun for the girls to all get dressed up. We'll take it under consideration. I've already pegged the next movie that we're going to go see. And it's for a sea of green, not pink. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Okay. Okay. What's their story? They stepped into ooze and it transformed them and they became mutant turtles. Four brothers and their master, Splinter, um, also grew in intellect and in size as well. And so then they became kind of life-size, and they started to fight crime. I had a friend who used to call, you know, kind of like dorks, mutes, short for mutant. Like, oh, look at this mute. What makes them mutant? The ooze that they stepped in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so then they grew really big. So they're big turtles. They're big turtles. Okay. And part people. Not part people. They're just turtles. They're just mutant turtles. But they can walk. Okay. So they're upright. So you're not watching a turtle movie. They're not fighting crime slowly. You know? (laughs) They are upright and they, they are very proficient in martial arts. Big fans of pizza. Okay. I was just watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one, with my uh, three-year-old the other day. He was like, let's watch Turtles. It's great. I love those old-school ones. Turtles 1 and 2, the originals came out in the early 90s, Donna, with the old turtle costumes. I still don't understand how they got in those costumes. I don't know how they did it. But there are some really very funny scenes, and they go through the origin story of when they step into the ooze, and then Splinter's like, and then I realized they were able to speak. And then it cuts to a turtle saying, pizza, pizza, oh. a little turtle. What was pizza. the ooze? Where, what, how'd they get in there? <laughs> so curious. You'll learn if you watch the new one. Does it delve okay. deep into the origin story? Yes. Okay, because everything I'm Jean- drawing from is from Turtles 1 circa 1990. A guy voiced by Giancarlo Esposito, of Ooh, course, from like Breaking him. Bad. Yes. He is the main dude who's messing around. And I'm not giving anything away. This happens in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. He's messing around with some stuff, trying to, you know. Invent something? Invent something, be a little creative. And all of a sudden, he gets busted for it. And uh, the ooze gets dropped into the sewer. And that's when oh. stuff happens. Yeah. Do the turtles live in the sewer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Radical, Why? radical. Uh, I don't know. That's a weirdly random place for turtles. I don't know. Don't you just think of like turtles? I think of them in lakes and swampy areas. It's New York. Where else would they live? Oh, good uh, point. Yeah, everything's in the sewer. Down yeah. there in the sewer. <laughs> Say hi to that beast guy. Didn't he live in the sewer too? Beauty and the Beast? The TV mm. show? So Beauty and the Beast, the Disney movie? No, not the Disney movie. The TV show. Okay. It was called. What was it called? Well, you said wow, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so, Beast. Yeah, the Beast lives in the subway. Lived in. Oh, I subway. said sewer. Yeah, you said I sewer. I meant subway. He lives in the su- subway? Or the sewer? Wow, this actually is a thing. What is it? You doubted me? No. How dare you? <laughs> like yeah, a modern Mike, take on Beauty and the Beast. And yeah, it was an 87 to 90 series that was then recreated in 2012 to 2016. And he lived in the New York subways. Okay. But not the sewers. Not the sewers. Okay. Close. Well, secret caves and tunnels, <laughs> about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And okay. I, yeah. Okay. That's fine. It's all subterranean. 
So they just put him down there in the sewer, Donna, just for fun. Okay. It's a it's fiction. I should let you know. I oh. I feel like you're walking away not oh. sure of this. It is a it's a fiction. It's just never it's been like, on my radar to, to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was babysitting for a child who was watching that. I think you can watch it on I don't know, maybe it's on Netflix or something. You really think I'm going to go watch that? Just hear me That's out. That's why I'm asking the questions. Donna. <laughs> It's set in New York. It's a 1990 movie. I'm pretty sure it's when the first one came out. So 1990 New York movie. So don't you already know the vibe of it, right? Yeah. You know cool. the 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 feel. I yeah, love those kind of dirty movies. And yeah, it's gritty. gritty. Yeah. Yeah, and you follow April O'Neil, who works for Channel Three News, and she's a reporter. She ends up finding out about the turtles. Oh. And it's it's interesting. You should watch. It's an hour and thirty minutes. You could have that finished by four o'clock today. Okay. Excuse me, I'm going to cough now. All right. While well, Steve <coughs> is coughing, um, hey, I'm just going to give you this story really quick. Lewis Pullman is revealing what the Top Gun Maverick cast would have to do when they felt the need for speed to pee oh. while flying thousands of miles in the air. So this actor who starred as the um, weapon systems officer, Robert Bob Floyd. Do you remember him? Bob. Hey, Bob. He was the co-pilot Bob. for uh, the female pilot. Okay. I remember her name. Okay. So he said that they had two boots of gelatin powder strapped to their legs, to their calves. And it would solidify because if there was a leak, it would be a disaster. He said, let's just put it this way. I used both bags quite a bit. So they were basically peeing. Oh. And then it was going into this gelatin stuff. Did I say gelatin? No. Yeah. Powder. You also said they were flying thousands of miles in the sky. I'm just letting anything go right now. <laughs> it says in the story, flying thousands of miles in the air. Not thousands of miles oh, in height. I stand corrected. I see. Okay. I was like, that'd be Mars. Okay. I'm just going to. I'm just going to. No. Hey, listen to me. You remember? How many young women write to us and say that they view you as a role model? No. Bah. We'll take a break, and when <laughs> we come back, we will do a couple of studies. Yeah. You know what? Parents are kind of worried about their kids having a lack of this during their childhood. I actually also heard a good parenting tip the other day that I thought, you know what? That's a, that's good. There's really? a lot of like blah, 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 but I thought... That's good, and it's changed the way that I've responded to my children. Really? When they're hurt. Yeah, I'll tell you about that when we come back. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. You know, they're doing it all for so many people. We've told you that as you travel around Minnesota this summer, uh, you go through any given town, you see all these places, and there's so much great to explore here. And you know what? The Canopy Group, they're like all over the place. You pass a town, it's very likely they've got clients in that town, in that small town, in that big town. They're all over the place. Why? Because there are a lot of people who have come to realize there is a better way when it comes to automobile insurance, when it comes to homeowners insurance. And that better way is options. That's what you need. The Canopy Group has a team of not one agent giving you one quote. How about a team of 40 specialists working with 16 different insurance companies all who have to fight it out for your business. And then each and every year, this is not like an added fee, each and every year they will look over those 16 companies to make sure that you're still getting the best price 
for the best coverage. You can start saving and maybe saving big today. TheCanopyGroup.com. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You ready to study? Yeah, Donna, I am ready. You got your number two pencil? Sharpening everything. Okay, no cheating. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Alrighty then. There is a new study that says doting parents are worried about kids' lack of... What, Donna? Uh, Doting parents worried about their kids' lack of... Respect. Nope. That's a good one. Not when you're talking doting parents, though. Let's leave that out. Sleep. Lack of sleep. Good answer. Good answer. I'm good at this. Not on the board. No, neither of those on the board. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Lack of humor. Not a lack of humor. No. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Playtime. Kind of, sort of. A new study says parents are worried about their kids' lack of independent playtime. Oh. Oh, wait. Meaning alone time? Boy, you're sharp today. (laughs) You mean kids playing by themselves? Why? Why? What? That's a thing to worry about? Isn't it better that they have friends? There's a new study out of the University of Essex. Are you done? I have so many questions. Clearly. A new study out of the University of Essex in England that came to the conclusion that modern-day parenting pressures and expectations are keeping children from enjoying spontaneous play. Here's the thing. Pretty much all parents today can relate in some way. Most of them grew up spending time with their friends outside, just playing independently, but it's kind of hard to do that now without being judged for it by other parents, people online, maybe even local officials. Think about this. Like, well, weren't you paying attention? You know, child gets hurt. Oh, 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 oh. Then this happens. I Were get you paying it. attention? So what you're saying is unsupervised, not independently, because I was confused when you were like, they're playing with other kids independently. You mean unsupervised. Some parents may want to keep close tabs on their kids, but other parents find themselves worried over that lack of spontaneous play. Now, technology can play a major role in this shift for both parents and for kids, and the impact has positives and negatives. Not to mention kids don't even need to go out to interact with friends, right? They can do it on video games. They can do it on online. FaceTime, yes. Um, My daughter's into that right now. She's like FaceTiming her friends. I'm walking past her room. I hear another voice. I'm like, hey. It's we got to turn that off now. It's Why? it's cuz it's late. Oh. You got to turn it off. How late? It was like 10:15. Oh yeah, that's late. Like, now now the whole we were all awake cuz we're all reorganizing things and stuff like that, but still I was like, "Whoa, is there another voice of a friend? What's going on?" Anyway, the author of the study says there should be a culture shift where healthy policymakers ensure children are encouraged to learn about the risks of physically active play independent of adult Supervision. Point is, it's wow, good, it's good the for the lead, kids huh? to go out there, you know? Yeah. To Do learn. Some stuff. Yeah. Independence. And, and, and you're not a bad parent if you don't hear the crying until they come into the house again. That's okay. That means they were playing independently. 
And got, got hurt. Whoopsie daisy. What's the tip you heard? I heard somebody say, when your children come to you, if they were scared by something, um, if they were hurt by something, a very natural response and a well-meaning response is to say, kid falls down, hurts their knee. And you're like, oh, okay, all right, you're okay, you're okay. And you're trying to assure them, like, long-term, you're going to be okay. I know this, you got this thing, but, like, you're going to be okay. Kid falls off the chair. You're okay. Uh, kid can't find mom and dad for a second. You're like, buddy, we're over here. Relax, it's okay. We're right here. They say that is rushing past one little key thing that you could do differently. And this does not turn you into some hippie, crunchy parent who's like, we don't introduce no energy into Braden's environment right now. This isn't that. <laughs> but they say, when the kid comes to you, let's say, and couldn't find you guys. You're at a little barbecue, can't find mom and dad, gets nervous, and then comes around the corner. Instead of saying, you're okay, we're right here, buddy. We're fine. You're fine. Instead, say, oh, buddy, come here. I know that must have been scary because you thought we were gone, mm -hmm. but you're okay. So you can get to the but you're okay really quickly, but they fall and they hurt their knee. Instead of trying to rush them toward your better go play again, start with, oh, man, I bet that hurt, didn't right. it? Oh, it hurts when you fall down and skin your knee. All right, good news is you're going to be okay. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Do we need to patch it up? But it has helped me. So my a little guy, we have 80 kids, and my littlest one has done that a few times in the, the, the past several days. And... I really found that tip helpful, and I, I think that there's good truth and wisdom in that, too. And it's helped me to stop and in the moment say, oh, buddy, that must have been scary. Okay, think, come here, hug, you know. I think there's something to be learned in dealing with coworkers, let's say, in what you just said. I don't like where this is going. Continue. <laughs> for example, if I'm having a computer issue, instead of mocking me for it, maybe you could say something like, oh, buddy... I know that's probably really frustrating. <laughs> the good news is we're going to get it figured out. <laughs> Come here. Give me a hug. Exactly. Let's try that approach next time. Well, listen, I could continue that. And I'd like to say I'd prefer that you show me the same um, respect and concern that you show your dogs. Okay. Let's, oh, let's... let me hear. Are you hungry? You want me to get you something? <laughs> oh, are you laying down? You're a tired guy, aren't you? Who's a baby buddy? Boo. Sometimes I just pretend my wife is talking to me when she talks to Dev. <laughs> Look at you, Mr. Handsome. Oh, my goodness, with that shirt. Can I give you a smooch? That's fun. I just play out my own fantasy in my head. She's talking to you, man. Let's do a test run. Okay. At work, starting tomorrow. <sighs> but I expect more of you, Donna. <laughs> You've been around longer they're still learning life i understand but i guess computer is new for you phone is new for you wow what you're doing the old thing no I'm, let's oh, try no, the no. new thing and okay. starting today okay. not did i say tomorrow i meant right now the present did you the confuse future the is words now. oh that must be confusing sometimes because you say so much i know that's tough but you I don't have gonna... to use the tone like you're talking to a baby Just you use can't the... have your cake and eat it too donna conceptually let's practice the same thing in adult form it comes with the tone you want it all yes Perfect. there's a music trivia is next it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where they like to keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. 
It's a small local uh, family business right here in St. Paul, kind of near 280 and University. It, uh, it's Lisa and Verlin. They used to be in the full-service funeral business, and then one day they're like, you know what, it just seems like so many people these days, they don't want that whole funeral home situation. They want uh, to give their loved one a send-off that's maybe more significant to them, that makes more sense. Maybe they have a special place they want to visit or a special uh, restaurant they want to host it at. And it starts with a simple cremation. And that's what they do. They start at just $800. Uh, You can make little add-ons like a small visitation or fancy urns, that sort of stuff. But they'll talk you through it. That's where the transparent part comes because they're not trying to trick you into anything. Like I said, they're good people over there. And you'll see that when you look at their Google reviews. Time after time, people say that Lisa and Verlin come through for them in a prompt, courteous, respectful, professional manner and at a great price. Crescenttide.com. Stretch of the Donna and Steve Show on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo! Watch me dance. It's funny, we, uh, Donna and I edit the podcast, so file all your complaints to us. But we put little descriptions in that none of you read, and that's fine, but still, it's a mental exercise for us. And so I'm just looking at hour two and how the description of that at some point is going to have to be informing the person who's going to listen ahead of time that we spend about 12 to 18 minutes on Crest toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know the best way to tease that out. I mean, listen, I got a lot of support about my dislike of Crest. It's globby, it's blobby. I don't like the tube. It's not it's not tight enough. It's flimsy whimsy. We 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 rack our brain every morning. We try to put together the best show that we can for you all. It's 3 hours of content to to date. Skin tags, hear me out. Crockpot recipes, toothpaste problems, and where do you keep your potatoes? The four most successful segments of the last six years of this show. Because it's relatable. People love it. We're like people. I have bad news. All right. Remember, there's a heat wave coming in. Mike was just talking about it. I see Saturday through Wednesday in the 90s on Channel 5's seven-day outlook, which I think would put us to 26 days above 90 which is a lot. Our average is 13 in the summer. I see here our first day at the fair, Donna, on my phone app, which is what's going out to the eighth day here and is not always reliable. But a couple days ago, it said it was going to be 79. I now see 94. No! (laughs) That's what I see. No! It does look like it's going to maybe maybe, uh, calm down after that. But 94 currently. uh, A lot can change between now and then. And we will wait for the for Channel 5 to put out their official forecast. But I'm just telling you. Part of the reason I hate summer is because I don't like dressing for summer. You know what I mean? I'm a layering kind of girl. And you're anti-shorts. Never wear shorts. Which is crazy. I don't even own a pair of shorts. I mean, I have gym shorts, but yeah, I don't wear tank top. I won't wear is a tank top the- because I feel... Like I'm topless. <laughs> I feel like that's inappropriate. Like if my arms are showing, I'm like, oh, oh. really? 
Yeah, like I feel like people are looking at me like, why isn't why doesn't she have any clothes on? Why does she have a sports bra on? Yeah, that's how I feel. Why don't you wear shorts again? Is it the whiteness of your legs? That's a big part of it. That's most of it. Why don't we get some sunless tanner on that? And then I just feel like you'd be so much cooler if you had, on a hot day like that, if you had shorts on. I felt the freedom to wear shorts. I'll wear like a long skirt. Okay. Thank you. How many years has it been since you've worn shorts? Um, Not that many. I was still maybe 10. Maybe 10. Wow. Do you, may I ask a follow-up question about your home life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you wear shorts at home? No. If I'm alone, if I'm home alone, I might while I'm house cleaning. (laughs) But no, I'm not like, no. I wouldn't answer the door in shorts. You should see your... (laughs) (laughs) What? You should see your face right now, too. You don't see it a lot, but like you're looking at me incredulously. Like, I would, no. Why would I wear shorts? I at wear home? sweats. I wouldn't answer the door I, in shorts. <laughs> I wouldn't. If I heard my, like, doorbell ring and I had shorts on, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Lay still. Don't <laughs> no. make it yep. Turn the TV off. Yep. Oh, no, they could see me in the mirror by the door. Crap. That's yep. so fascinating. And you won't go to the mailbox without putting a little lip on either. Yeah, that's true. I have issues, okay? Sue me. Hey, that pig kidney that was implanted into a human being about a month ago. My segue. I wasn't planning on talking about this. um, Is still working. And this is really really good news for possible animal organ transplants. You know, because you might not be able to find a, a human donor, but if you could find a pig donor... Uh, the surgical team at NYU Langone transplanted a genetically modified pig kidney into a brain-dead man with oh, his family's wow. consent. Oh. Uh, and it said that kidney continues to function normally 32 days later. That is the longest such an organ has worked inside a person, uh, that being of a pig. And it raises hopes that pig organs can one day help human patients in need of donations. Wow. That's amazing. When reached out to, the pigs had no comment. Although, look, it's that or bacon. Wouldn't you rather? Do you start, like, if you have, like, a pig organ, do you start, like, having, like, a likeness for mud? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you start acting a little pig Slowly but surely, you get rid of normal bulls, and it's just troughs. <laughs> Donna. No, it's good news. That's really good news. Thank you for sharing. I, You know, I have a bonus. Oh, we don't have time. Forget it. I'll save it for tomorrow. Uh, you want to call our buddy Boo? Yeah, I'm getting out for Moose Soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it cannot be. Soup, 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 I think I have body odor. Um, that really just grossed me out. What you just said. Albert's cafeteria. Please leave a message. Just oh no, he's him. mad at us or something. 
Probably Did heard the message really, from yesterday. Was it a really long message? Yesterday? No, it just rambled about nonsense and yeah. the people got to eat after us. Oh, oh yeah. No. What Did anybody journey. go and get the food at the at the cookout yesterday? No. We were all here. Yeah. That's a bummer. Oh. But the TV pe- people got real well fed, though. Oh, I bet they yeah, were but they're super, super happy. happy. Yeah. We're happy for them. Yes. We'll take a break for the rest of the day. We've got the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's next. And then we've got Lojay. After that, love you long time. Bye now. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I was just finishing my lunch. Like I said, the zoodles with the spaghetti sauce with hamburger in it. I'm eating foods I like, and I'm still maintaining that weight loss. I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just about two months with the help of the doctor and his team at MNFatLoss.com. And I got to say, I was worried. I was like, I bet you they know how I'll get the weight down. But am I going to be able to keep it off? Well, guess what? It's five months later. And I am right at 170. I was, uh, when I weighed in the first time, right around St. Patrick's Day, I was about 197. So I'm still down 27 pounds from where I was uh, when I first started. You too, like me, could eat foods you like. Uh, you don't have to eat prepackaged meals. You don't have to exercise. You don't have to do hypnosis, anything like that. And you could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. But here's what you got to do. Go to mnfatloss.com.